This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That is our toll-free number. That's 855-450-3733. That's the number you can call to get on the air and talk about whatever you like. Maybe you're really happy with all our politicians. Maybe you're completely disturbed. Maybe you want to talk about vaping Maybe you just want to talk to somebody. It doesn't matter. This is an open phones show. You don't have to talk about what we're talking about. We're going to bring some things up because we find them interesting and compelling. But that doesn't mean you can't change the subject. It's easy. Just call us again, 855-450-FREE, or hit us up on Discord. Discord is a very cool app. You can use it to contact the show. Just load the Discord app. Use your high-speed internet connection your uh quality microphone and you will sound like you are right here in the studio with us and the us in studio tonight is myself chris i'm ian and i'm nobody and i'm not happy no what happened? <laughs> I, I hate to start out a show Why? by What's saying wrong? i'm not happy well as you know um I quit smoking cigarettes i've been a smoker for 35 plus years wow that's a long time to be addicted to a substance, and I, I've i tried. I, I tried a number of things to try to kick this habit. The thing is, is I, I know some things about cigarettes. Um, for example, I, I found out that they're going to kill me. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they, they really are. That There's uh, tar and nicotine and, uh, you know, thousands of chemicals in cigarettes, and I'm not a stupid person. I know that these things are going to kill me. But unfortunately, once you get addicted to something like nicotine, you're kind of stuck. So you're going to do whatever. You can try to quit. You can try cold turkey. Um, you can try other programs. And they all have varying rates of success. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best success is found by easing you off with some sort of nicotine alternative like the patch like the patch Back in the day had had a had a better level than a, a better success level than just trying to quit cold turkey um and the latest thing that's kind of hit is there was e-cigarettes and i was these in, are a decade old now at least yeah and i bought them a decade ago i i tried Did e-cigarettes you? yes i so you tried like the initial the versions? initial version, the initial brand, the first one that came out and hit the U.S. market, I had it, hmm. and I wanted to use that. And all I can it say, it sucked. It did suck. The flavor wasn't great. It it was supposed to taste like a Marlboro. Yeah, they had the tobacco flavors, which are that was disgusting. That was all they had, and it really tasted more like pipe tobacco. It didn't do anything for me. So what did I do? I found myself going back to cigarettes. Just right back where I started from, except with less money, because I had tried these things. So a decade goes by, and I start to think, well, maybe there is, maybe vapes have improved. Maybe if I've given it 10 years, maybe I I shouldn't be dead set against this. Maybe I should try it. I've read some things. They're supposed to be safer, safer than, you know, burning smoke going into my lungs. Let me give it a try. And I did. And what I found was... The flavors, 
the flavors that I had been making fun of. These these silly flavors. <laughs> Strawberry. Blueberry. Yes. Bubblegum or whatever it they is. They taste yeah. better than tobacco. They do. And initially I was thinking, no, I want it to be familiar to me. But what that did was just made it easy to go back and smoke a cigarette. Mm-hmm. But when I completely changed the flavor profile of how I was getting my nicotine, mm-hmm. my whole desire completely ceased. I have no desire to taste something that tastes like a cigarette. Anymore. Anymore. Huh. But mm-hmm. that, that to me was the big thing that got me to move off of cigarettes. And it was the flavor. So you must be a kid. I must be a kid. Because only kids like flavored vapes. That would, that's what the uh, FDA says. That's what they do say, and that's what Donald Trump says. Uh, unfortunately, that's not what the only like officially sanctioned government body that's ever looked at this stuff, and that's the UK. They've done a lot of research, and they're uh, seeing 15% reduction in total use of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, from smokers across all age groups, but we'll get into that. Of course, yeah, the see, head- people forget that we have tools to solve these problems. That's what they invented the guillotine for. Yes. Uh, and- Some cuts are going to have to be made. <laughs> well put. This story comes to us from CNBC. Trump administration readies ban on flavored e-cigarettes amid outbreak of vape-related deaths. My gosh! Now, that, interesting that, that they that they continue this lie of vape-related deaths when actually they know what caused these deaths, and it's not anything that anybody ordinarily vapes. It's vitamin E that was introduced into THC cartridges, not nicotine cartridges, that were sold on the black market, not the white market. Unbelievable. So I've read up on this, and we have a story we might get to, Mm -hmm. but it turns out that as Trump declares, uh, you know, the war on e-cigarettes. The war on us. Trademark. Uh, that's going to be the name of this new war. Uh, trade, you know, let's let's declare war on something that is helping people. According to the UK, uh, their National Institute of Health, or whatever they call it in the UK, they've done a lot of research and their estimates, which they released again today, they said, we're our position hasn't changed Vaping represents a 95% reduction in harm over smoking cigarettes. But that's not good enough for Donald Trump. Donald Trump's going to make it 100%. No, it's going to make it 0% because uh, it's just not going to work Well, you know, if it just saves one child's life. Yeah, at the expense of... Yeah, because the child starts smoking cigarettes instead of flavored (laughs) vapes? Exactly. How's that going to save a child's life? It's insane. Well, they're going to argue that the flavoring is actually getting young people addicted to nicotine who otherwise may not have tried cigarettes. Well, whatever moron says that is obviously not tried nicotine because it's nicotine that gets people addicted to nicotine. (laughs) I think one of the most interesting (laughs) things I read on this was uh, a doctor saying we need to stop demonizing nicotine. In other words, nicotine doesn't cause cancer. If you ask 10 people on the street, they will tell you what's in cigarettes that causes cancer. Well, it's got nicotine. and Well, nicotine doesn't cause cancer. Mm. Let me repeat that for you. Nicotine does not cause cancer. But what is the smoke? The smoke, Mm -hmm. the tar, 
the well, that 6, and the radiation that is released by from burning organic material. Radio smoke or t- uh, tobacco smoke is is lightly radioactive, mm-hmm. and that's not good in your lungs. That's probably not. Just about any burning vegetable matter is lightly radioactive. So mm-hmm. the fact that marijuana smoking does not cause an increase in lung disease is only because you're smoking something that has sufficient curative powers to offset the damage that is done by any smoke that you inhale. Now, I want to be clear here. I'm not going to stand here and say that vaping's good for you. It's not. No, I there's, mean, there's got to be I some ill effects. Borrow my vape, and I'm like, why would you want to do that? You don't smoke cigarettes. You're not quitting anything. Leave it alone. Right. Um, <laughs> but as an alternative, it is certainly a better alternative. We're going to get into the UK's, uh, which they just released, uh, just uh, demystifying some of the myths around these. For example, e-cigarettes give you popcorn lung. E-cigarettes are now. That's are not, not impossible, but popcorn lung is something that they've encountered. Um, the reason they call it popcorn lung is it is something that they've encountered with one particular flavor that they put in the artificial butter that they put in movie co- movie popcorn. It's not unbelievable that there may be a flavor that will cause you problems, but that doesn't mean that all flavors will cause you problems. There may be. Are you in favor of the government now that, you know, cigarettes are going to still be legal, but my God, we got to do away with flavored vapes. They might help someone quit smoking cigarettes like they did me. 855 for. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. That's our toll-free number. That's the number you can call to get on the air and offer your two cents on any topic you like. Right now, we're talking about Donald Trump and his way of saving the children. He's going to ban flavored vapes. The same thing that your humble uh, host used to quit cigarettes after 35 years. Donald Trump is the greatest Democratic president in history. He is uh, one of the <laughs> top progressives, certainly. In, Definitely. Yeah, and I, I say um, I think he's found a way of making socialism uh, popular again. He's brought and making gun grabbing popular. That's I'm right. arguing with right wingers all the time who are <laughs> wow. telling me why gun grabs are great. Exactly. Bump stocks. Oh, we got to yeah. support all kinds of things like that. We're no, get... they come to take your bump stock. You're supposed to bump them in the head. <laughs> We're going to get back into the CNBC story. This is Trump administration ready's ban on. Flavored e-cigarettes amid outbreak of vaping-related deaths. An outbreak. Outbreak, yes. (laughs) Outbreak. (laughs) To to put this in numbers, the sheer numbers of what these things have caused, they have caused six deaths Mm -hmm. to date. Fifteen people die a year in the United States from falling icicles. Really? Falling icicles, yeah. That's a good stat. Ban them. 
Yeah, yeah, ban icicles. Ban ice. Ban water. <laughs> We're going to go ahead with this. The Trump administration is preparing to ban flavored e-cigarettes as federal health off- officials call for restrictions to combat an outbreak. You heard it here 32nd time. An outbreak of a mysterious lung disease that has sickened hundreds and killed at least Six people. According, by the way, to the CDC, which is the government's own agency, uh, 480,000 deaths per year are attributed to cigarette smoking. That breaks down to about 1,300 and change uh, people dying every single day. And this is six in what period of time? Uh, it's year, a few years? been a few. Well, uh, it depends on two. how you count it because it's six within the space of a month, but, but it's, it's also six, six within the space of, of a decade. Right, the first right. six the entire time vaping's been around. Well, exactly. Yes. So you can count it any way you want right. to. It depends on how far back you want to look. Yeah, unless uh, we get another thousand keeling over in the next week, I'm not going to consider this an outbreak. No, and yeah. even then, it's not an outbreak. It's a. It sounded to me when when this first came out, well, outbreaks are also communicable diseases. Where und- I am very, I would be shocked if it doesn't turn out that this particular incident comes down to one manufacturer. Because what are the chances that more than one manufacturer is going to suddenly decide, let's put vitamin E in our vapes? I think uh, it, it may be sense. available, from what I read, and we'll get into that a little bit more, but uh, this this substance in question, vitamin E acetate, yeah. is used as a thickening agent, agent in some of these oils in vaping, uh, vaping for marijuana cartridges and things like that. Right. Um, I haven't heard about it that much in vaping, but it's possible. And I've never if, heard of it existing in vaping. If, and if we, if it does, was put in vape juice, people would be dying from that too. But it's not happening. Well, we don't know, and that's the whole thing. They're sitting here. I'm going to rear. Um, Every I, I, one of the dead people has been traced to a to a THC pen that contained vitamin E. I wonder what the brand There's is. There's at that. least one of those associated with every dead person. I've seen. They may have vaped other things. And Rolling Stone has a good article that discusses that and talks about the dangers of vitamin E acetate and how a lot of these, you know, a lot of these producers knew why are you using that? That's crap. That's going to, that, that doesn't, it's cheap. That's why it is. And I could see a couple different manufacturers actually huh. using the same cheap product to make their product they'll sell for more money um but i could also see all those companies going out of business once word gets out well now hold on this is black market vape product okay i've heard that right that's what i it's my understanding as well well it could be produced by white market uh companies in china i think could be but it's still something that's part of the underground and so, you know, you can definitely point to prohibition as a problem here. Absolutely. Um, because, you know, if if cannabis were illegal, yeah. then you it would be harder to find black market vape cartridges. I'm not saying yeah. they'd go away completely, but it would be a lot harder to find, especially because the price of the legal product would go down. And the people who are manufacturing the legal product, you know who they are. You can trace the the product line. Whereas yeah. when you buy from a black market dealer, you don't know where he got those from. And and even so, if you, well, yeah, you don't know where he got them fr- from. So what keeps manufacturers honest without 
uh, if there isn't any regulation, mm-hmm. is the tort system. Okay, if if somebody gets hurt by a defective product, they're going to go back and they're going to sue the supply chain. But the fact that a market is black means that they have to obscure the supply chain. That's right. You can't know the whole supply chain, and that means you can't hold them to account. Correct. In fact, these vape, uh, the black market vape cartridges, um, you can get legitimate vape cartridges on the black market, right. but there are fakes as well. And so that's what these allegedly mm. were. Now, it's not clear. I have not heard which brand was being faked. But I have heard that there are black market dealers on darknet uh, market sites that will actually sell you fake brand name boxes that you can Mm. then use if you are an unscrupulous person who's manufacturing your own cartridges. You can then act as though you're selling dank vapes. I've heard dank vapes are one of the brands that is questionable because mm. the boxes are just available you can just buy these empty boxes and you box up your own uh, you know you're making your own uh, whatever it is the juicer that goes in there the oil i guess in right. that case and then you uh, you package it up in a, in a cartridge box and act as though it's an actual yeah. dank vapes uh, box yeah uh, well, i we know saw when... those uh those uh i think they were brass monkey boxes mm-hmm. that ended up containing cartridges that were not brass monkey cartridges because they didn't have the brass color that's the that's the trademark of the brass co- um I'm, I'm not going to say who brought them hmm. but i don't recall that and, and you're talking about uh marijuana vape uh products yeah um yeah. the same thing has happened to some degree in in uh tobacco in in nicotine cartridges i was reading about it. well it, it was another manufacturer uh, a big manufacturer but they were changing their packaging and upgrading their, um, you know, their security measures so that people that were selling these other brand, just empty cartridges, uh, could not do so. Huh. So, you know, That's it's, interesting, it's probably... I haven't seen any black market nicotine vapes. I've never seen that. I haven't either. I think they're more concerned with black market pods, just pods that they didn't make and they're, that fit their devices. Oh, okay. I have seen the knockoff jewel pods. Right, and those certainly abound, but this is not the right way to address the issue. Let the market address the issue. Don't let this Donald isn't going to do Trump. anything. This, this isn't. This isn't going to do anything to stop illegal it's cannabis. It's going to force the supply chain underground, so you can't sue them. Eight fifty-five, four fifty-three. What do you think? Is this good? Bad? Well, I this? want to hear what they've proposed. Coming exactly. Up. This is free time. I'm a little obsessed with My Magic Mud. Several years ago, I met Jessica Armand, the founder and CEO of My Magic Mud, and I didn't even know my teeth were coffee stained. A week's worth of use convinced me, and now I use it every three or four days. It's clinically proven to whiten teeth, and I think it cleans better, too. My Magic Mud's available at most local health food stores, Sprouts, Natural Grocers, CVS, Walmart's Natural Beauty Isle, but I can get it for you for 20% off with coupon code FTL20. At mymagicmud.com. FTL20 mymagicmud.com. This is Free Talk Live 855 450 free. That is our toll free number. That's 855 450 3733. That's the number you call to get on the air. And tell us what's on your mind. Right now, we're talking about Trump's vaping ban. But first, I wanted to tell you about local.bitcoin.com. Bitcoin.com 
has announced a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin Cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposits, remittances, or just meeting in person with cash. There are no requirements. You don't have to provide your ID. You don't need anything like that to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin Cash. That's local.bitcoin.com. In studio, we have myself, Chris. It's Ian. And I'm nobody. And we've been talking vaping, and we've talked about everything except what Trump plans to do when he says we're banning it. Uh, The Food and Drug Administration is currently finalizing its guidance to remove all non-tobacco flavors of e-cigarettes, including mint and menthol, (laughs) from the market within 30 days. Don't you love how these bureaucrats can just go ahead and completely prohibit a product without even having to go through Congress? No, they don't. And this isn't, nothing has passed Congress. There's no law. There's nothing even for Trump to sign. He just tells his buddy at the FBA, I I want this done. You remember how the Republicans screamed when Obama ruled by executive order? Oh, yeah. Watch Trump rule by executive order and watch the Republicans, the lying, manipulative Republicans, say nothing. Nope. Nope, It was interesting. I went online this morning. I was checking news. I was like, I wonder what Fox News has to say about Mm. vaping. They're all about it, aren't they? (laughs) They did not have, this is well into the day, there was not one word, not one story. Didn't cover it. Didn't cover it, at least not on the front page. Maybe it was buried somewhere. But uh, a couple searches, you know, for different terms, vape, vaping, nothing on Fox News' front page. Wow. So because... that would. Now, that implies that they also haven't been covering the people who have been dying. Well, they probably Mm -hmm. don't. At least there wasn't any news about it on their front page today. What that tells me is Fox knows their audience. You know, they're good American Trump supporters, and they don't want to put something out there that's going to make Trump look Look like like a a like a complete hypocrite. And make every Republican look like a hypocrite for supporting somebody that supports arbitrary bans. Well, you're well either... every Republican is a hypocrite who supports the Democrat Trump. Well, you're either with Trump or you hate children, guys. So clearly you hate children. Uh, yeah, it comes down to that. It, if it's, I do if it's one or the two, I'd rather hate children <laughs> than love Trump. <laughs> Uh, Again, the Food and Drug Administration currently finalizing guidance to remove all non-tobacco flavors of e-cigarettes, including mint and menthol, from the market within 30 days. Excuse me. That seems like a really short period of time. Uh, Companies might... I think we need to remove the government from the market within 30 days. We could do that. They've clearly become dangerous, and they've killed way more than five people. Absolutely. Companies might be able to reintroduce their flavors at a later date as Mm -hmm. long as they submit a formal application 
and receive approval from the FDA. So the FDA is going to let them sell the products with flavors mm. if they give them more money? Is that what that means? <laughs> oh, it's a shakedown. Oh, How you, nice. There will be some considerable filing fees and But at such. least it's a Republican shakedown and not a Democrat shakedown. It's because Democrat be shakedowns are socialism, you know. Right. <laughs> Republican uh, shakedowns are business as usual vaping companies such as jewel have been criticized for hooking children on e-cigarettes with flavors such as mango and cream you know when i was Trump growing has up been criticized for hooking republicans on socialism <laughs> <laughs> uh this is interesting so yes uh jewel has been accused of hooking children on e-cigarettes now yeah, I what saw do you outside how, of the middle school with uh you know free vapes they were just handing out to the kids absolutely uh giving them <laughs> that was actually in, in, <laughs> in the grocery stores uh they hit the the mothers up be sure to include <laughs> one of these I hate in your children lunch. because otherwise i'd have to love trump sorry uh-huh. kids but <laughs> guys how do you do i don't know when i i hear the word children i i have an age in mind i i think of you know up to maybe eight, ten years out. After that, yeah, they're kind child. of they're kind of preteen. Yeah. They're teenager. Right. A child is well. The government has... says we're not really grown till we hit thirty. That's so what they say. They get to treat us as children till then. And since you know they can't treat thirty uh, thirty year olds and and fifty year olds differently, that would be age discrimination amongst adults. Mm. They just have to treat the whole human race as children. Like children. There yeah. you go. The surgeon underage vaping. Uh, Okay, uh, which U.S. health officials have labeled as, quote, an epidemic, unquote, is one of the reasons why they plan to ban them, at least until the FDA can thoroughly review their safety um, and their uh, amount of money they have to spend. And Azar just to said, review, kids, an, ep- an epidemic is something that happens with an infectious disease that's passed <laughs> from person to person. You can't... Nobody decided to get the Black Death. I'm gonna step. I'm I'm gonna go down to the store and get myself some Black Death today. Ooh. Yeah, that's Our, not how epi- that's not how often. any of this works in an <laughs> epidemic. Hey, there's a rat who doesn't look real healthy. Let's play with him. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Quote: The Trump administration is making it clear that we intend to clear the market of flavored e-cigarettes. To reverse the deeply concerning epidemic, wow! This word so Ridiculous. cheap of yeah. youth e-cigarette use that is impacting children, well, families, f- schools, and communities. Unquote. See, the importance of the word epidemic, though, is by referring to it as a disease, it allows you to dehumanize the people involved because this isn't people Ah. choosing to vape they're victims it's the disease that's choosing for them to vape those those quotes were from azar who again is the head of the fda well clearly you can't make choice you're a child they can't consent to anything exactly we will not stand idly by as these products become an on-ramp heard that word before (laughs) right uh, an on-ramp to combustible cigarettes, which we still are legally allowed to smoke and encourage, uh, or nicotine addiction for a generation of youth. Okay, um, nicotine... And this is the Health and Human Services Secretary saying that, Alex yes, Azar. Alex Azar. 
um, this idea that nicotine uh, is it is addictive. No, nobody questions that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the United States loves to demonize nicotine. While nicotine never caused cancer in anybody, nicotine is not a cancer causer. All the smoke that you get with a cigarette that causes cancer. Nicotine just makes sure you come back and make sure you get enough to kill you. Or you choose to vape. And I chose to vape. It's it's amazing. And, and it's interesting to see doctors on on the continent, you know, in, in Europe that, that say the same thing. Why is the U.S. so dead set on, on vilifying nicotine? It is what it is. Well, when the U.S. government becomes intent on vilifying you, the question becomes, what industry's toes are you stepping on? Mm. And, you know, in usually in the case of drug, uh, drug users, well, they're getting demonized because they're stepping on big pharma's toes. You know, uh, the vape people, they're getting demonized because they're stepping on big tobacco's toes. Oh, absolutely. Even though oh, big tobacco is a big player in the um, nicotine vape market. I mean, Juul, uh, they are partially owned by Philip Morris. And wait till you hear what their spokesperson has to say about it. I can't wait. 855-450-FREE. What do you think? Should the government try to regulate something again? This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-453. That's our toll-free number, 855-450-3733. Hey, if you have heard us talking about cryptocurrency here on Free Talk Live, I want to tell you about the Edge Wallet. The Edge Wallet is, I can't, I can't compliment it enough i installed another one today for a user mm. he, he learned to use it he actually set up his account in like 30 seconds because there's not that much that you need to do to hold sell and trade your cryptocurrencies securely and that's a big thing it's user controlled you own your money there is built-in support for bitcoin the original bitcoin bitcoin cash ethereum tokens monero ripple stellar Probably more. I, we probably want to look at this because I think they continue to add cryptocurrencies. It's a veteran Raven team. Coin. Does it do stellar tokens yet? I don't think so. Not yet. Okay. Maybe not, but it does Ravencoin. That, yep. That's a popular one around here, too. It's a veteran team. They've been building since 2014. Their tagline is secure your freedom. We at Free Talk Live want to help you secure your freedom and get into cryptocurrencies. Check out edge.app. That's edge.app. I heard a cool story about um, an unusual form of usage for the Edge wallet. Normally when we talk about cryptocurrency wallets, we kind of talk about it as, this is your wallet. Okay, yours, it's yours, you control it, it's all about you. Well, what I heard today was that there's a local uh, uh, convenience store here, and and they sell vape uh, accessories and supplies and, you know, tobacco and drinks and you know, things like that. It's a convenience store. It's called Corner News. They've been taking crypto since 2013. Uh, they were one of the first real-life businesses, I think, to, to do that. Absolutely. And uh, so the story is 
that in the downtown Keene area, and this, this store is right in the heart of downtown. In fact, it's not far from the homeless shelter, mm-hmm. uh, the private homeless shelter in, in downtown Keene. And there's a little park where some of the, the homeless folks tend to kind of hang out called Railroad Square. And they shop at Corner News. Well, apparently the homeless community has taken to cryptocurrency. And this is according to the owner of the store. This blew me away. Uh, and this is two people have now relayed this story to me because they, they went in and the owner told them about this. Wow. So I haven't talked to her personally. So this is hearsay, but I, I buy it because we trust trust the people that have told us the story. And so apparently what's going on is the homeless person doesn't have their own phone for whatever reason, because a lot of homeless people do. They're not paying rent, so why not? Uh, But for the ones that don't have phones, apparently they have acquired an Edge Wallet account because, remember, Edge Wallet is username and password based. Right. So... You don't have to have 12 or 18 backup words and go through some arduous process to restore a wallet. So what they're doing is they're coming in, getting the stuff that they want to buy, tobacco or whatever, cigarettes, and then they're telling the owner, hey, can I use your phone so I can pay for this? And the owner is then giving them, because they're probably regulars, she, she probably right. trusts yeah. them to, to hold I her phone. I would suggest that if you're going to do this as a store owner, you get yourself a, a tablet phone. Yeah. that you don't use for anything That's a good idea. else. Because letting people touch your phone is a bad, bad plan. Well, n- nonetheless, though, right. it's an interesting <laughs> thing. That should, so what's, what's going on is they're then using their Edge username and password to log into their Edge paying for their products because again they got any pay there it's easy to pay with crypto at this store they're paying for their products they're handing it back to the owner at that point and when they come back in edge remembers the usernames that are already on the phone so then all she has to do is just oh here's joey you know select his account and you know give it to him he puts in his four digit passcode or whatever to access the account right. and he gets to pay his bill i was blown away by this i i found that completely fascinating yeah. i mean wh- who would have thought that the homeless would begin to adopt cryptocurrency now it seems like it might be a good idea to introduce because you might find people who have flip phones but mm-hmm. not smartphones that might be a good use case for the uh the uh, Coin text service you Cointex. were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, my question was, what is the preferred cryptocurrency of the homeless? Of the homeless? <laughs> Which do they like? Do they that's like a good question. Dash? Wouldn't I mean, it be great like if, you know, all of a sudden some whatever it was went 100x and they could all get homes? <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and, you know, part of me, that was my my real thought was, wow, if if they do actually end up with some excess and it, they keep it around, uh, we've all seen what cryptocurrency prices can do, and it's it can be pretty amazing. Not all cryptocurrencies uh, take the path of Bitcoin, and some don't, and some some have good returns. And that's now we'll have uh, crypto investors uh, investors uh, on our on our streets in Keene. I think that's cool. Yeah, very cool. We've been talking about the Food and Drug Administration's uh, plans to ban all non-tobacco flavors, except uh, including mint and menthol, from the market within 90 days. 30 and days. 30 days, I'm sorry. You found something else that... Uh, uh, oh, it's coming have, up in your story. Oh, I have it pulled it? up here, and it's like two paragraphs in. Of, it's Jules' official statement uh, about this. Got you. Uh, uh, this now, Jewel has it. already voluntarily done this, but 
as we were we on the air when we mentioned that Juul is owned by Big Tobacco? Um, it's partially owned. Partially owned. Uh, Altria yeah. has a thirty-five percent ownership. And it's a couple down from from where you are, but right. Um, so again, companies may be able to reintroduce their uh, flavors at a later date. As long as they submit a formal application, vaping companies such as Juul have been criticized for hooking children on e-cigarettes with flavors such as mango and cream. We already covered. We did. That. I'm just trying to jump ahead. Uh, label an epidemic. One of the reasons. Yeah, just why. Jump, jump down to the next yep. next paragraph. Uh, quote: The Trump administration is making it clear that we intend to clear the market of flavored e-cigarettes to reverse the deeply concerning epidemic of youth e-cigarette use that is impacting children yeah, we did family. that one too sorry Chris. that's all right schools and communities <laughs> this was again about the children czar it could take the fda several weeks to develop the guidelines as are told reporters outside the white house with acting fda commissioner neil sharpless i'm not making that up he's not the sharpest knife in the drawer is commissioner he? sharpless uh, shares of Altria, which owns a 35% stake in e-cigarette company Juul, fell by less than 1% while competitors PMI Group, Japan Tobacco, British American Tobacco, and Imperial Brands rose by between 1% and 3% in midday trading. A Juul spokesman told CNBC on Wednesday, quote, we strongly agree with the need for aggressive Category-wide action on flavored products. We will fully comply with the final FDA policy when effective. Now, so the big tobacco uh, uh, Judas goat, yes, they, is, is begging for the for the uh, industry they infiltrated to be. No, 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 no. This is Jewel's statement. Jewel was. Uh, not a big tobacco company. Altria bought shares in Juul later. Oh, so okay. Juul created their business on flavored products. Sure. And, and now, now they're saying, well, we totally agree But they canceled with all their flavored products. You can't get them in stores anymore. That was you not their choice. Buy- it, it was, was reg- their choice. because no, that was other a regulatory are- move. Really? Yep. How could they? How could they do a regulatory move that affected only Juul and not the companies that still make flavored yeah, I, uh, substitutes? I'm, I'm oh, was pretty that the, sure it was a it, it was, was a voluntary it was a, thing. It was I a think political. What they move. did is they they're stepping in so that they can speak for the vape industry. And just buying that thirty-five percent share would, or maybe they did it to try them. to preempt what the government was. They did. Was they saw which way the wind That's was blowing. Now, what Jewel does, this has been played out so many times. Is we're big, we are bloody wealthy, we got more money than we need. We're going to beg for uh, regulation that will mm. weed out all the other competitors to us who are don't who don't have as deep a pockets as we do. Mm. So that's where Jewel's going with that. Now um, they're going behind the scenes and uh, probably going to lobby the FDA right. to make the regulations as friendly to their preferences as possible. Of course they are. Azar said they want to keep tobacco-flavored e-cigarettes on the market for adults who may be using them to quit smoking. Well, excuse me, Mr. Azar, you moron. I smoked for 35 years. You think I want to go back to something that tastes and smells exactly like the product that I'm trying to quit. Why? Who, who could see sense in this? 
Have you lost your mind? (laughs) The FDA has embraced e-cigarettes as a less harmful way for smokers to satisfy their nicotine addiction than smoking cigarettes. Skyrocketing numbers of minors, skyrocketing numbers of minors, bear in mind, started using the products, forcing the FDA to reverse course. Those darn kids. Unbelievable. It's all their fault. This is unbelievable because half of it's lies Hmm. and the half of it doesn't make any sense. 855-450-FREE. What do you think? This is Free Talk Live. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Liquor Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Liquor Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Liquor Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number. That's 855-450-3733. Or you can use Discord. Discord is very cool. Just load the Discord app. You can find it in your app store. Just use your high-speed internet connection, your quality microphone, and you can find out how to connect at discord.freetalklive.com. And you're going to sound like you are on the in the studio with us. It's really amazing. In studio, it's myself, Chris. And Ian. And nobody. And we have been talking e-cigarettes because President Trump, if you look in your Constitution, if you quickly turn to that page that covers the president's power to uh, regulate e-cigarettes... Mm. Uh, that should be the founders easy. did foresee this. They did foresee this. They have decided that he can just arbitrarily ban certain flavors, but let other flavors be fine. As long as it tastes like tobacco, no problem, Mr. Trump says. Uh, but if it tastes like mint or menthol, which is going to affect or fruit or, or fruit or cream candy. or candy or anything like that, or um or sweet tobaccochino, which is the uh, flavor I am vaping tonight. It's my preferred. I like having that flavor that doesn't taste like a cigarette. Imagine that. Huh. Uh, that helped me quit smoking, and I've been cigarette-free for about eight, nine months now. I mean, not one. Wow. Not slipped up once. Congratulations. Not one single cigarette because of this technology. Um, huh. But See, I smoke about one to two a day, depending. I started out Which there. is something that I could not have possibly done without vaping. Right. I mean, you can't smoke one cigarette a day. Right. And I've, I've been that guy. And I've tried many ways to quit. This is the first thing in 35 plus years that gave me an opportunity to just cold, not even cold turkey, because I'm still getting the nicotine. I yeah. didn't give anything no up except for tar. And 6,000 or 7,000 chemicals that are found in tobacco and tobacco uh, papers that are used in the production of cigarettes. Yeah. And the thing about vapes is if they're they're well done, then there are literally going to be three or four distinct chemicals. 
yeah. in there as opposed to 500. So 6,000. Or six six thousand. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's right. It's five hundred carcinogens. Yeah, I don't um, doubt that. But uh, but um, so so the uh, you know if a particular chemical becomes a problem like this vitamin E acetate, obviously that's a problem. Well, guess what? You don't even have to pass a law against putting this stuff in vapes. Because no company is going to put this stuff in vapes now that they know it's a problem. The vaping uh, companies learn something from the tobacco industry. They learn that it's a bad move long term to kill your customers. Yeah. It 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 gives you short-term gains but you lose out in the long run when they start dying earlier and well, earlier. Well, I mean, Big Tobacco doesn't mind killing you by moving you back on cigarettes because that's what they're trying to do with this uh with this uh, legislation is they're trying to take away the benefit of vaping so you go back to cigarettes mm-hmm. or the, so, uh, and to capture a part of the market as well, the vape market. Absolutely. I'd like to uh, just issue a quick correction here. We had talked in the last hour about Juul, which is one of the more big names in the vaping industry. They sell um, the nicotine salts version, which is kind of, as I understand it, more of a freebase variant on the vape It's a much cartridge. more concentrated. Yeah. Uh, freebase mm-hmm. is, in the parlance, freebase is, is free considered, base. well, freebase is considered just what we've always had, straight nicotine. Uh, oh, nicotine yeah, is right. nicotine salts are a different formula way to uh, connect nicotine into a molecule in mm-hmm. a different way as a salt. Uh, mm-hmm. That's all it means. What and it's what stronger? The, it's a the, better hit. The practicality is is it does have uh, it takes less to get the same thing. So right. you see, like so, powder the, cocaine is just cocaine, <laughs> right? Crack coke, uh, or I'm sorry, is cocaine HCl, which is the salt form. Uh, freebase cocaine is just cocaine. There okay. You uh, same thing. Same thing with uh, same thing with nicotine. Uh, okay. I I will say that nicotine salts provide a very different experience over regular nicotine when you're talking about vaping. It Definitely. gives it it gives you something that is much more close to a hit off of a cigarette. And I'm sorry, I was trying to quit cigarettes. I wanted something that was very similar. But I sure as hell didn't want something that tasted like a cigarette. That uh, is what Donald Trump is going to do. Um, So here's the correction. And I think what it ends up, what I'm correcting is that we're both right in the the conversation we had about Juul and the flavors. Because remember, we we had this discussion about, well, did Juul decide on their own uh, to restrict the distribution of their flavored products, or was it a government decision? And I remembered covering this last year on Free Talk Live when this this news hit. And so going back to CNBC from 2018, the Food and Drug Administration did restrict sales of flavored e-cigarettes to age-restricted stores and pursuing bans on menthol cigarettes. So they're going to maybe ban menthol cigarettes as well. But the rule was that if you have a convenience store, meaning that anyone can come into the convenience store, you cannot sell flavored e-cigarettes in the convenience store. However, if you have an an establishment like a vape shop where you're not allowed to be in there unless you're over the age of 18 or 21, whatever the legal age in the state, the vape shops or cigar shops or whatever, could still sell the 
the flavored juices under the FDA rules. But Juul may have decided, well, we're just going to pull all our flavors out of any store. That may be something they decided to do as a result of it. That may be the case. Yeah, I think the only way to get flavored Juuls is to order them directly from the company. And I couldn't get by their KYC. And, wow. <laughs> and interestingly, uh, when they did that, that's when all the Jewel knockoffs, meaning a uh, Jewel is like Something a that'll cartridge. Plug in, right? It to plugs the... into it, a little cartridge yeah, yeah. that gives you the Nexalt. So all the knockoffs began to pop up. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what happens when mm-hmm. we do this stuff. Uh, and the knockoffs are, I think, more likely to cause health problems. I don't know if you've used the Jewel knockoffs, but some of them are awful. I've tried. And you a don't really of them. know the brand of the cartridge you're buying. Right. You know it's a jewel stick, but you don't know what the thing you're plugging into it is. Yeah, and that introduces some doubt in consumers' minds. Guess what? Consumers can come to these conclusions on their own. Now, I don't buy the off-brand stuff. I I stick to a couple top-of-the-line manufacturers of the juice that I use. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in. You know, trying the hey, we got this new thing in from China. It's the cheapest thing out there. You want to try it? <laughs> no, no, I don't want that. Yeah, I, I always go for the best juice I can get. Yeah, it's uh, well, you're still saving money, right? Like even with a high end product like a Jewel, as opposed to the the knockoffs, it's still going to be a lot cheaper than buying two packs of cigarettes or even a pack a day. Am yeah. I right about this? Yeah, and uh, Jewel, I mean, in if you're a two pack a day smoker, it's it's going to be half the money. Um, you know, and that's a huge savings. That's a huge savings. And if you actually get a refillable device like mm. I use, it's way less expensive mm. than that. And, and, and another way to think of it, rather than worrying about how many how many packs a day is just it's going to be a, a, a jewel cartridge is about uh, two packs of cigarettes worth of worth of nicotine. So whatever you smoke, it's going to be about half the money. Yeah, it's, it's directly proportional. That's that's a good point, Rich. Nobody. Nobody. Um, it, it is the, just this idea, though, Nobody that, wrecks math. That, that we can't uh, just decide for ourselves what goes into our body. What would you say if um, if the government decided to outlaw uh, chocolate ice cream? It makes as much sense as that. There's a flavor that we don't like mm-hmm. and we don't think anybody should have it. So we're going to outlaw chocolate ice cream. And isn't that just the ice cream companies trying to lure children into a lifetime of obesity absolutely get them hooked young (laughs) get them hooked young (laughs) it is insanity we're gonna talk about a little bit more we got some phone calls to get to but what do you think is trump on the right path here or is he being an uh, overreaching tyrant like so many presidents like to do 855 450 free this is free talk This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. That's our toll-free number. We've been talking vaping. While I'm vaping here in studio, in studio, myself, Chris, the vapor. And Ian. And nobody the vapor. Yeah. So we got two people in here who have personal experience with vaping. I have vaped. You have vaped. Yes. You yeah. just haven't uh, vaped tobacco products. I have so vaped nicotine. tobacco products. Yeah, I have vaped nicotine before. Oh, okay. I just am not an, a, an addict. Right. So 
I can put it down. I am an addict, and what I was addicted to were cigarettes. And I finally found a way to quit cigarettes. I was able to, according to the British Health Department, uh, reduce the harm by 95% by switching from cigarettes to vaping. That is the percentage that they see, even with flavored cigarettes, uh, flavored vapes over tobacco, 95% re- harm reduction. Uh, we've been reading from the story from CNBC, and I want to continue. The effort to ban flavored e-cigarettes has started picking up momentum. Michigan, San Francisco, and Boulder, Colorado have banned flavored e-cigarettes. Michael Bloomberg, the billionaire and former New York mayor, pledged $160 million to help enact similar restrictions around the country. The FDA was supposed to start reviewing e-cigarettes, a relatively new market, last summer until former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb pushed back the review until 2012. So this was what we were talking about earlier, right. where they were going, they restricted purportedly, or they, at least they were talking about restricting uh, the flavors from being sold in in like general stores or convenience stores where young people could come in mm. and see them, I guess. Um, and now they've pushed back the full review for three more years. The proposal outlined Wednesday essentially moves the FDA's timeline to review flavors up to this year. All companies must submit applications in May 2020 per a federal court judge's ruling issued in July. Preliminary data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's annual survey of teens show more than a quarter of high school students used e-cigarettes within the past 30 days with the, quote, overwhelming majority, unquote, saying that they vaped fruit and menthol or mint flavors, HHS said in Which, a press of course, release. the vast majority of everybody vote vapes those flavors. Those are nearly all of the flavors available. What I want to know is what were a quarter or what was the percentage of high schoolers in 1999 when vapes did not exist at all, that were using tobacco cigarettes. Exactly. Was it more than a About quarter? About 25%. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, and, and I would ask, what's the what's that percentage now? If you've got more kids, if they're going to smoke something, I would rather see kids vape than smoke cigarettes. Right. Now, yeah. there was actually a quote earlier that you missed. I'm going to share that with you here from Please. Alex Azar. Um, so you had talked about how they're going to allow... Once this you know regulation goes through and they ban all these flavors, that they're going to still allow tobacco. Well, Azar said this quote: "If we find that children start surging into tobacco-flavored oh, e-cigarettes, or if we find marketing practices that target children and try to attract them into tobacco-flavored e-cigarettes, we will engage in enforcement actions." There also, unbelievable. So wow. as long as the, as long as some kid decides to uh, vape tobacco flavor well get ready they're gonna ban that too well which look, of course if they're they kids smoke cigarettes right. so of course they're gonna if if all they can get is the tobacco flavor that's what they're gonna why use, wouldn't they just like us right why wouldn't they because remember if you're a young person and you have a nicotine addiction you can mm-hmm. use a vape relatively subtly it's not something that has the stench of a cigarette, right? So yeah, if you go right. into the bathroom, and in fact, I've even heard of kids doing it in class, like h- hitting the vape and then holding it in. I've hit it in court. Yeah. 
and holding it in so they don't exhale a lot or any vapor. Or at the very least, they could go to the bathroom, vape in a bathroom stall, and nobody's going to be the wiser of it. It'll just be a tobacco flavor. And they're going to still use it. Yeah. You're not going to stop anything. What you will do... Drive them back to cigarettes is what they're going to do. Well, you'll do that and you'll drive people that still look for flavors uh, to black markets that you have... No hopes of ever controlling. That's just not going to happen. And it's insane to think that you will. The FDA is in the process of banning menthol cigarettes. I can't believe that. uh, That one amazes me. Did you say they're banning menthol cigarettes? In the process of whatever that means. That's going to be regular cigarettes in the process. In this process of banning flavors of uh, vaping, they're going to ban menthol cigarettes. Holy shit. LRN.FM. I'll beat you to it on that one. I'm glad. You yep. really threw me there, Rich. I'm sorry. I really threw me too. So, uh, yeah. Oh, just muted my mic. <laughs> so, we're still here? Yeah, we're still here. Okay, good. Um, so, I didn't catch that, but I was just looking at Rich and Rich. Uh, uh, you mean nobody? I'm seeing his name's nobody. Nobody. And his mic is, is muted now, by the way. I don't know if that was your intention. But. It, it was. You don't have to leave me muted. Bro. Okay. Um, you, that's your first warning, nobody. Because yeah. <laughs> nobody could get muted. <laughs> um, but just this idea that they are going to ban menthol cigarettes. So forgive me for saying this. I'm going to say it anyway. This almost seems... It's going to seem to some people as racially motivated. I don't want to make a broad generalization yeah. uh, about. You mean they're well, trying the to statistic, save black people? There's nothing racist about statistics. The usage of menthol cigarettes is largely in the black community, and that's well that's it's well documented. established. Yeah. So yes, they are literally going to create. One would expect. A black crime wave by criminalizing an activity which is most prevalent in the in the black community. Right, and and I have. And this isn't because black people are bad; it's because the government's bad. Right, and because certain people have certain preferences for what kind of flavors they like out of a cigarette or out of vape juice. Well, yeah. clearly, the government wants to help these black people and everybody else that likes menthol, <laughs> and that's why they banned heroin. Well, I don't because, know if black people had a problem with heroin any more than anyone else. I don't no, think that's but, a statistic. but the goal out of uh, mm-hmm. the early days of the war, on, and this only comes from Richard Nixon's, uh, what, chief of staff, H.R. Haldeman, uh, uh, said our goal Ehrlichman. was. Ehrlichman said that? Yeah, basically. Yeah, it was Ehrlichman. He was the one who went to jail, and then uh, he, he said it on CNN. Yeah, the, the question of why, how did the war on drugs get started? Was that anything to do with politics? And he said, of course. We wanted to make all black people uh, criminals, so we'll we'll ban heroin and, hippies. and we'll go after the hippies by making uh, marijuana a Schedule One drug. Yeah, and and actually, what he said is we will associate, we will use propaganda to associate heroin with black people in the public mind, and to associate marijuana with hippies. And well, you know, it doesn't take that much propaganda to associate marijuana with hippies. You know. Regulators have blamed the teen vaping <laughs> epidemic on one e-cigarette manufacturer in particular, Juul. Dun, dun, dun. 
So sounds uh, like Zool, the uh, character from Ghostbusters. There is only Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have an enemy, and we have to put his name on it while we prop him up and take their lobbying money. Eight fifty five, four fifty free. This is Free Talk Live. Hey everyone, this is Charlie Shrem. You've seen me on the Netflix documentary Banking on Bitcoin and the new best-selling book Bitcoin Billionaires. I want to invite you to join me on my new show untold stories for a deep dive into crypto history with the people who made that history together we'll explore the personalities and events that gave rise to bitcoin and the crypto revolution the innovation the collaboration the battles and the busts you'll have a front row seat to the early days of crypto up to today and you'll hear from the folks who lived through it and survived to drive this movement mainstream Untold Stories looks back to reveal what inspired some of the greatest minds on Earth to come together to create this technology and change the future for everyone. So join me and my guests, the techies and the traders, the entrepreneurs and the innovators, as we explore our past and understand what that means for the future. Listen now on UntoldStories.com. That's UntoldStories.com. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. That's our toll-free number. That's the number you call to get on the radio. You can change the subject. You don't have to talk about what we've been talking about. We've been talking about Donald Trump's plan to ban flavored vape cartridges and flavored you think it was his cigarettes plan? i don't think it was his plan i think he's jumping on the bandwagon yeah. i think if donald trump said nah let's not do that it wouldn't happen yeah he's for it but i don't think he i don't think he cooked this up i think it was the bureaucrats it was well bureaucrats always they do the grunt work yeah. uh, the hard task of oppressing people's mm-hmm. rights but first i want to tell you about help me take bitcoin do you operate a retail business, and are you looking for a solution for point-of-sale cryptocurrency acceptance? It's never been easier thanks to HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. There's no paperwork or approval process to open an account. If you already have a tablet at your cash register, you're almost done. Just visit HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com and follow the simple steps. Within moments, you'll be accepting cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Dash at your store. Get started now at HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. That's HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. I helped a guy set up, uh, never used cryptocurrency before, set him up with the Edge wallet, and then set him up with uh, HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com or AnyPay, the app. And it was it couldn't have been more than five or six minutes. We were setting wow. that stuff up, and and I, you know, I'm like, well, charge charge me a buck for something. And he did it, and he charged me a buck, and I paid him. And so it came to his wallet and everything worked great. He had all his money just that fast. He's like, man, that's faster than credit cards. I'm like, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, with credit cards, you got to apply and then they got to review your application and maybe oh. they'll approve it. Well, even using a credit card anymore right. is such a pain. You know, the chip readers were supposed to make things oh, yeah. so much faster. And I just, I hate standing in line waiting for the thing to go through and, but cryptocurrency, it's almost instant when you know that 
you've got a very high likelihood of getting paid, uh, I'll take that any day. It just makes for a much smoother uh, experience and for no customers for the uh, merchant either. yeah and for those of you who don't know uh, i accept credit cards in my small business i lose at least two to four percent or more based on what the customer uses the kind of credit card they use their bank uh, that's money right off the top that comes out of my family's livelihood you know there's an interesting thing that i saw today at uh, little zoe's pizza here in Keene, which is one of the businesses that takes cryptocurrency for their delicious pizza i was eating some of it a few moments ago if you saw me on cam so uh, good. yep and they have signs up now in their store that say if you pay with a credit card you will be charged an extra 3.5% for the convenience of using the credit card or for the privilege or whatever you want to call it of using the credit card. So I talked to the owner who's, who was there, you yeah. know, about it. We get, you know, I helped him hook up the the crypto thing and I said, "Hey, are you giving because it talks about a cash discount." I said, "Hey, are you giving a crypto discount too?" And he said, "Yeah. The only people who pay more, so like there's the menu price for the pizza and then the credit card people pay more." For that, so cash payers and crypto payers get the best prices. Credit card payers pay more. And the interesting thing was, this company that he's working with appears to encourage this. the The credit card processor appears to be like on board with this whole idea. It's some. It's like their business model somehow. And I didn't get into exactly how all that works, hmm. but uh, it was very interesting. Well, to it, me. it ups the well, amount it makes of the check. Sense. Yeah. It, well, it, no, but I, I, but I mean, like, as far as like, why would a credit card processor want to position themselves to try to position themselves out of a job, basically? Be, because they're they're trying to position themselves to be the middlemen for people who wouldn't ordinarily take credit cards. Uh, you're I'm right guessing. about that. Yeah. Right, because what happened with uh, little Zoe's was. Last or earlier this year, or maybe late last year, he decided to stop taking credit cards, and he made an Instagram post about it. Like we're stopping taking and credit cards. And all of a sudden, he gets a call from these guys. So we can sometime after, these. yeah, yeah. Sometime yeah after. I'll bet that's what happened. Yeah, so it's very interesting. And and I actually brought up. I said, well, I thought most credit card companies prohibit in their terms of service giving a cash discount. Because they want their card to be on the same level as all other forms of payment. So it was uh, was right. part of the terms of service. And he says that was true, but there was apparently a Supreme Court decision that said that if there is sufficient notice, meaning signage, so customers can see. I'm writing this down pay, because I'm implementing the same thing tomorrow. That's why I'm telling you. That's why I'm telling you yeah. about. Right. So as long as there's signage up, and he's got like a little placard in front of the register, and he's got like you know a flyer or something. He's got a couple different places where it's there. Yeah. Like if you use a credit card, you're paying more for it, three point five percent more. He says that on the the cards like uh, Discover or American Express, where it's a five percent or four point five or whatever, yeah. is usually a little pricier. He still has to eat that. But that hardly ever happens, right? Like almost nobody pays yeah. with those those cards. And of course, you could always decide to not accept those cards as right. well. Just go right, Visa right. and yeah. MasterCard. And then so now he's getting in thousands of dollars extra every single year from his credit card. Com- or not, He's not losing that money, exactly. right? Like he keeps yeah. the full amount of his sale. Yeah. And I was for impressed those, with that's that. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It is. And for people that don't know, I mean, we we small businesses pay three, four, five percent. On every sale, every transaction that you use a credit card. But think about it this way. Uh, Yeah, it's 3%. 
but that's 3% of the gross. What's the percentage of the profit that you're actually paying to the credit card companies? Right. Yeah, man. That's um, much larger, whatever it is. Because each item's different as sure. far as your profits are concerned, but... Yeah, I mean, technically, it's it's not part of the profit because it's because it's an expense, but but it's coming yeah, out of your profit. Uh, if if your profit is you walk away with less percent, profit, right? And you pay a three percent fee, mm-hmm. then you've lost ten percent of your profit. Exactly, and so it's even worse. And that's why that my small business we we do the crypto discount. I mean, mm-hmm. that's been a long standing thing. You know. I want to encourage people not to use credit cards, so we'll offer them 5% right. off anything in the store if you pay with crypto. That's how we're addressing that, but I like this idea. i got to look into this. I, I like it, too. I don't remember the name of the company. Just stop in. They've got the signage up. It's right there on the, yeah. the signage. Yeah, I'll do a little bit yeah. more research. Adding um, a PayPal fee would would rock, too. Yeah, you know, I don't know if that's if that's doable for people who uh, who take PayPal to charge an extra fee for people who use it. But well, I I accept uh, every way you could possibly pay. I will not say no. So mm-hmm. I take PayPal. I take uh, a couple different you know online type things. Um, the Apple Pay, Google Pay, I Samsung Pay. I won't pay. take in anything because there's certain like cryptocurrencies that are just so obscure it would take so much time to try oh, to yeah. change them into something useful. It's not worth yeah. my time. And I, I'll generally take anything Bittrex sells because I happen to yeah, have a Bittrex if, account if you can so quickly I can deal flip with it. it. Yeah, right. quickly flip it. It's one thing. But as far as like Apple Pay, Google Pay, and all that stuff, I offer them. Nobody, Nobody has them. ever used them. Yeah. Never. Nobody well, has ever paid with their phone. I think the whole Apple Pay thing's probably a little more used in like a big city where sure. it's more, you know, hip people with more, their Apple more phones. Urban. Yeah. 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 Not not so much here in uh in We're in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Southwestern New Hampshire. It's just uh, Apple Pay hasn't really caught on. Um, but that's okay. We've been talking vaping and we've we've kind of beat this story to death. I just I don't want to stress it had enough. It coming. It did. <laughs> and and Trump is asking this to be done or it was created by, you know, his administration, whatever it means. There's just nothing in the Constitution about vaping. Well, I like what this uh, former Republican, surprisingly, uh, chairman in Florida had to say about it on his Twitter, Al Cardenas. More children have died in ICE custody than from vaping. Just saying. Wow. Yeah. Not wrong. No, he's not, not even wrong. close to wrong. And keep in mind the epidemic they're referring to are six deaths. Six deaths. That's doesn't even move the needle on almost anything. Eight fifty five, four fifty free. What do you think about an out of control Washington? I don't like it. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number. That's 855-450-3733. That's the number to call to get on the air with us. And the us I refer to as myself, Chris. It's Ian. And nobody. And we've been talking about vaping and Washington's desire to outlaw flavored vapes and menthol flavored vapes and mint flavored vapes 
And they're also going after menthol and mint-flavored cigarettes because evidently kids can't get enough of these things. And there's an epidemic, their words, not mine, of youth smoking because of flavors like menthol. Uh, This is insanity. that they're actually not smoking, they're vaping. They will be smoking if smoking is the only way they can get nicotine, though. Uh, That's absolutely true. And, you know, uh, when we did the Bill of Rights, we talk a lot about the First Amendment issues, the Second Amendment issues. Occasionally, we talk about, you know, the Tenth Amendment, you know, all those Mm -hmm. powers that are reserved for the states. Well, there's another one that people don't think about. The Ninth Amendment? The Ninth Amendment. The enumeration in this Constitution of certain rights shall not be held to deny or disparage others retained by the people. What that means is that if the Constitution didn't mention a way to outlaw something, and it didn't mention a way to outlaw anything, then you still possess that right. Yeah. And this idea that Washington can do whatever they want is only because... You have allowed them to do that. And you also have to remember in the context of the Ninth Amendment, well, what pre-existing rights did, did, did we have before the government came along? And, and the answer is all of them, but uh, it's pretty well summed up in the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by the Creator with certain unalienable rights, and that amongst these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, that is very broad. It is. That is very broad. But if you reject that as a pre-existing right then the entire basis and justification for the existence of the nation and the separation from England is thrown out the window. Right. So the Declaration of Independence is the basis of American legitimacy, and it gives and it acknowledges a far broader base of rights than the Constitution does, except the Constitution grandfathers that in with the Ninth Amendment. Exactly. And uh, do you like being a colony? Because that's how you become a colony. Yeah. Um, if you want to do away with that, if you and you know what go- colonies have, they have ants. that's how you get ants this was uh the root of american the american experiment was individual rights uh small government not having uh washington centrally plan everything everything donald trump rails against socialism central planning he is doing every one of these things. Mm. Uh, he's yep. doing it harder than Obama ever dreamt of. And the authoritarian Republicans are going, harder, on. Daddy, harder, <laughs> harder. Oppress me a little more. <laughs> yep. I, I, okay. Tread on me harder. Tread oh, on please me. tread on well, me. Well, he's not as bad as the Democrats. Well, oh, well, he's exactly as bad as the Democrats. He's no, he's, I mean, on one basis, is he better than the Democrats? Well, he's, he's not talking about socialized health care. <laughs> he is, is talking about socialized health care. He just wants it to be called Trump, Trump care, care <laughs> not Obamacare. 
oh well that will help if if the name is right then, then socialism the can work they just haven't you know real trump socialism hasn't been tried yet <laughs> but we can look at the uh at the bump stock ban the bump stock ban was uh, a device that was used by the las vegas shooter and it allows a semi-automatic firearm to fire very quickly and I'm pretty sure that's I've never heard of a bump stock being used in any other crime. No, if you no, as far as I know, that was the only one where, sadly, you know, some 56, 58 people died. And yeah. some of those were hit with a rifle that had a bump stock on it. I'm not going to dispute that. But based well, on I don't that, know if it's true or not, because I heard more than one shooter on that tape. So I, I, I think mm, there's a lot of lies coming out of Vegas. Whatever it may be, the point is, is Donald Trump allowed a ban on a piece of plastic that cannot fire a bullet on its own. It's yep. it. Anything you attach a bump stock to, he said, now turns it into a machine gun, which mm. is alchemy i i don't even know where to go it it it's turning an inanimate piece of plastic that can't fire a bullet on its own into a machine gun it was it's, nonsensical it's something so, not even clinton's uh atf would have done no <laughs> obama's atf looked at it again and they said yeah bump stock uh that's more or less a novelty item we don't feel the need to regulate a bump stock oh but the trump the Trump ATF said, oh, we can't have that much liberty. Right. And uh, I, I was in several conversations online today with various Democrats who are saying, well, you know, you can't take the chance that you get a, get the Democrats in there. Well, you're not giving me. Democrats. Hold on. You were in a conversation with Democrats who said you can't take a chance? With Democrats. Republicans. Okay. I apologize. If I you got the lime in the coconut. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and that is my Lyme disease showing up for an appearance. Um, but the idea that that the end of the world will occur if Democrats take back the White House, um, it's pretty much on issues that are important to me. Uh, Trump has behaved worse than Democrats. So mm. tell wow. me again why I should be all worried. And don't mm. think that I'm going to support a Democrat for president or that I'm going to support Donald Trump. I am hoping for the you're going to vote for Bill Weld. Big flaming, uh, <laughs> big flaming meteor. I think that's vote for my, nobody because uh, nobody has a just write me in nobody because nobody has a right uh, to make your decisions for you. I would, <laughs> but I think I promised my vote to somebody who answered one of my posts and said, "Hell yeah!" I'm like, "Good enough, you got my vote." You don't remember but who it was. It doesn't matter. I'll find out. I'll go through my timeline and figure out who that one person was that commented. And if he happens to run, I'll vote for him. I also said I would uh, vote for Gabby, what's her name? The um, Democrat running. I did say I'd vote for uh, Tulsi. Tulsi. Tulsi Gabbard? Yeah. I said I would vote for her, but only based not on her positions, but based on her workout video. So hmm. I feel that's as compelling a reason to uh, choose a new dictator. And that's all we're going to be doing is we're going to be choosing Either we like the dictator we have, uh, who's gonna, uh, who is oppressing our rights, or we're going to choose a new dictator who will oppress our rights in some other fashion. Well, I'll be voting libertarian because even if I don't, 
even if I'm not crazy fond of the candidate, at least it makes it real clear that what I want is less government. Yeah, that's a good point. And a lot of people, hopefully uh, more people are thinking that. Uh, I know today um, a lot more libertari- libertarian ideas are getting out there thanks to you. Well, it'll be interesting and- to see what happens in 2020, given the Libertarian Party candidate, uh, Gary Johnson, did pretty well. Uh, I believe he got a record percentage of votes in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So he, he did very well compared to previous libertarian oh, yeah. candidates. So can the Libertarian Party nominate somebody who can keep that momentum up or will they lose momentum? Because obviously there's going to be a lot of frustration surrounding Trump, uh, presuming he gets the nomination. True. And uh, who, the, whoever the Democrats nominate is going to be crap, too. So maybe the Libertarians have a chance to, you know, get be, get get above 2%. It's a possibility. And, you yeah. know, it's 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 an uphill battle. Keep in mind that... I mean, we got above... Didn't, uh, didn't did Johnson get, get 4%? Did they? I think so. Okay. Hmm. Our, our enemies are a couple. If you're looking for Libertarian presidential hopefuls, I mean, first of all, the money's going to flow to the bigger parties... And then all the rules that are set up for elections are set up by the two major parties, parties, the Democrats and the Republicans, decide who's going to be in debates. They're going to decide what happens and how things are counted, and they're going to control how districts are uh, gerrymandered. So they and control- they reserve the right to rig their own primaries, <laughs> so don't think you have a say in who gets nominated. Uh, it's going to be difficult, but I'm hopeful too. 855-450-FREE. We're going to come back and take your phone calls and talk about something new and completely different. This is Free Talk Live. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number, 855-450-3733. Hour number three of our program tonight. Free Talk Live does three hours of live radio pretty much every night of the year. And this is open phones radio. This is something that isn't really big in the market anymore. The idea that you could call in with a topic that's interesting to you, not necessarily what the hosts are talking about. You can't do that on a lot of radio programs and Free Talk Live. You've been able to do that since day one. And we happily continue that tradition because we find your topics interesting. The we I refer to is myself, Chris. It's Ian. And nobody. And we have been, as always, kind of all over the map. We talked a lot about Trump's really. plan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, we've, <laughs> only, been, mostly we've been on one story. We, we have talked about 
different. We've talked about various aspects of that. Yeah, true. I'm calling it. It's not all over the map. Now, is all it's over a very the map bigger map. or smaller than all over the board? Because I would think all over the board would be like <laughs> right. a small thing. And I think we've all been all over the map much larger. We have been mm-hmm. all over the board on this story. Okay. We, we've talked, uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm just trying to make excuses <laughs> to make it sound like we didn't get stuck on one topic all night, but it's an interesting topic. Yeah, there's it nothing is. wrong with that necessarily. I mean, even though Free Talk Live um, has the ability to talk about anything and we do have open phones all night, um, sometimes it's, it's rare, but sometimes we'll talk for three hours about one topic. Very rarely, but it has happened. Um, yeah. In this case, we did too. <laughs> that's pretty good yeah and uh this this case is interesting it because has legs as they say yeah you we we want to talk about the legality of you know whether you know somebody can actually ban a menthol cigarette or menthol vapes or fruit flavored vapes or whatever oh, it's legal that doesn't mean it's right right well and the thing is the it's point. not legal because the constitution does not authorize Well, that's your it. interpretation. And, well, it is my interpretation, but it's what the words on the page say. <laughs> and, and that's the point. that's what people agreed to. Nobody agreed to some random interpretation of, of the Constitution in 2019. They agreed to what they thought it meant when they signed it. And the idea behind it wasn't and that... And I didn't agree to anything. Well, right, I didn't either. What's legal is what the men and women in robes in the Supreme Court say is legal. That's it. It's an opinion backed by guns. That's what law is. <laughs> and even them doing that, originally, that wasn't in the Constitution. The idea that the Supreme Court would decide what is constitutional law-wise and isn't constitutional... That wasn't in the Constitution. The Supreme yeah. Court decided that in Marbury v. Madison and granted themselves the right to be the sole arbitrator of constitutionality. Yeah, and basically that makes them the skyhook of the entire thing. And when I say skyhook, there's a old story about a, a pilot who's almost out of out of gas and he's... Uh, and uh, he's uh, circling an airport, and they ask him to circle for another half hour, but he doesn't <laughs> have the gas. And he says, "Well, this aircraft is not as, not equipped with a sky hook. I can't I can't just hang it up here." Mm. You <laughs> gotta <laughs> say, <laughs> no, nobody yes. nobody comes up with some interesting things like that. Yeah, nobody knows a lot of things. <laughs> nobody does know a lot of things. But I know strange some... things, things that are absolutely useless most of the time, but I know uh something Ian knows something about and that's well two things, cryptocurrency and free money, more money, more money, more money. Uh tell me about Stellar because uh you tipped me off to something that got me 20 bucks in Stellar. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not the right person That's to ask a Stellar return. About Stellar specifically, I think nobody probably knows a lot more about Stellar. He's done some de- detailed research uh into it. He could probably much better explain what it mm-hmm. is and we should do that. Uh but it is one of the top cryptocurrencies on the planet right now according to coinmarketcap.com. It's currently ranked actually it's dropped out of the top 10. It was in the top 10 for a good amount of time this year i think um it is currently at number 12 with a uh let's see market cap of over 1 billion or 1.1 billion u.s dollars and uh but that's not what's noteworthy about stellar Mm. um there's what got it into the news this week is they're doing they're teaming up with an organization called keybase 
to do a massive uh, what they call airdrop in the world of cryptocurrency, meaning they're just giving away a bunch of their what they call stellar, stellar lumens, which is their their crypto, if you will, mm-hmm. and they're giving them away to people who they are using. They should call it an air illumination. Yeah, they're doing it to people who have the uh, the keybase program, which. And and how to describe what Keybase is? So we have to. We have, oh my God, Yo. that was loud. Um, I don't. Know, I hope our ISDN line's okay. Um, it looks okay. So going on. Yeah, Keybase is uh, an interesting program. Sorry, somebody needs to keep talking while he's uh, he's doing Whoa. that. Just switch to the Comrex access since the uh, the ISDN is not working correctly. There we go. That sounded um, very glitchy. Yeah, Keybase is kind of a cool app. So Keybase, you can sign up for a Keybase account, and it will, when you set it up with a username and a password, it will encrypt a set of keys for you um, so that you can prove. What they then ask you to do is prove that you are who you are, and you can prove your uh, identity in a couple different ways. You could several. You know, Hook it up to my Twitter account, and I, and they will trust me because I'm I'm a member of Twitter. But what's more important is I can, I can set these keys to all sorts of different things. I can reference my personal email if I run a website. Yeah. I can uh, put some of their code in my website so that they can verify me that way. You can upload your PGP key so that people can download it and know that you're really you. Right, if you've had PGP yeah. key for a, for a long time. That's one way, and then it allows you to use their well, built-in... Wait, wait a minute. Anybody can copy your public PGP key. That doesn't prove that you are who you say you are. Uh, well, it doesn't prove that, that you are who you say you are, but if somebody goes to Keybase... And they see that Rich Freeman Paul at Facebook is attached to this Keybase account and that uh, elect nobody at Twitter is attached right. to this Keybase account, then they can download the, P- the PGP key, the P- PGP public key from Keybase for the same account, mm-hmm. and they know that that PGP key belongs to the same Rich person. Freeman Paul at Facebook Correct. and to elect nobody at Twitter. So that's the important point about Keybase, is you have multiple points of identity that are all tied in together, and the more of these points that you can verify are yours, so Twitter, Facebook, website, there's other Mastodon. things on there, Mastodon, mm-hmm. uh, then you can feel pretty certain that the person you're dealing with is actually who they say they are. Right. The and idea. that solves a very important problem because uh, key exchange is a huge vulnerability in cryptography. Uh, well, key exchange would be, uh, and, and well, key exchange vulnerability would be, say, a man in the middle attack. Let's say that uh, the FBI is is monitoring us very closely, and they hear me say to you on the phone, I'm going to text you my payment address mm-hmm. uh, and send, send, the, send the crypto there. Well, they, they tell the phone company, okay, well, don't let that, me- that text message go through. And they send a different address. Mm, to their address. Then they've done, that's called a man-in-the-middle attack. Mm-hmm. And so then you send the crypto, but you send it to them. And they may, why they, why they may want you want to do that, it may be they just want to disrupt the operation, whatever it is you and I are doing. Well, if I don't get the money to finance it, the operation's over. 
Yeah, um, and that's that's the point is you can come up with if I've if I've got fifty different indicators that this account belongs to you, mm-hmm. I can feel pretty assured that it is indeed you. And of course, I can yeah. talk to you every Thursday too. That works too. Eight fifty five. But if you can't see the person in real life, then you can't be sure. Exactly, and with so much of our lives online, it makes it more difficult to know who you're talking to. 855-450-FREE. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number, 855-450-3733. We want to hear from you. What's on your mind? What topics interest you? We've been talking about Stellar. Stellar Lumens and Keybase being involved. That's an online encrypted chat program. Yeah, they're, they're, they've partnered identi- up. Identity uh, sort of management um, a way to prove you are who you are, and they did a what's called in the crypto world an airdrop. They're giving away a bunch of free money, and we we like money. Well, I when I heard the news about this, and I do have a, a somewhat brief story from Forbes uh, on this. When I heard the news, I was pretty excited about it because we, I think it was, what, two years ago maybe, uh, Chris, that you had introduced Keybase? I think you were the one that, that turned me on to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you said, oh, there's this cool thing where, you know, you can have all this identity stuff verified and prove that you are who you say you are and you can connect with other people and it's encrypted. And, and we didn't mention that it's open source. Source, yep. Um, yeah. It's also decentralized, so there's not, you know, one central point of failure with this. And well, there is there is a central server to it, but it's decentralized from the user's point of view in that you can use different devices for backup. Ooh, so it, it would not uh, continue if the central server was uh, was shut down? Um, I don't think so. I think you would have to, because somebody has to be at keybase.com listening. .io. I guess this or key oh keybase.io. Okay, right. see, I don't know enough about exactly how uh, the back end of this is is set up, but mm-hmm. it seemed like a really good way to you know have an encrypted chat service that didn't rely on let's say like Signal, where Signal's a, 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 a an app for your smartphone that will encrypt your chats, but Signal's based on a phone number, and you know if you don't have the same phone number anymore, then or or further if you're using phone numbers there's problems with people can spoof those there, there's some issues with with signal um, so it seemed like another really va- viable alternative but one of the problems with the encrypted chat apps in general is the more secure they are the more unfriendly they are as far as users are concerned mm-hmm. so we had a chat app that we were using called riot which was based on the matrix protocol yep. uh, for a time and and we did manage to recruit a few of the activists in the area to, to use that platform for I would say most of a year it, it kind of had some legs underneath it but then it just it didn't really stay popular. People sort of never really took to it yeah. in any significant way, and that's because the app was constantly bugging for uh, key checking. It was constantly bugging the user 
Oh, oh, do you know this person? You need to yeah. make sure you ve- you know verify and then you, whenever you join a room it would yell at you about it wasn't uh you know it wasn't secure or whatever. It was just constantly or half your annoying. text anything you'd type half of it wouldn't be it, legible to anybody who or you couldn't read it on one a, device right. or another and it was just a mess. Yeah. And so I thought, well, you know, this might be a good way to, you know, get an, an encrypted chat room going, but we kind of installed it and it never really went anywhere. So, but but when they announced this about this massive cryptocurrency giveaway where they're giving away apparently about $124 million worth of cryptocurrency to Keybase users, I thought, well, that's worth talking about. Yep. That's yeah. worth telling somebody about. If they're actually going to pay people to try out their software, that's a pretty cool idea. Like, hey, you try yeah. our software. We'll give you some free crypto. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. And, and the thing to understand, you were talking about the uh, the market cap of uh, of Stellar Lumens, yeah. Um, and the thing is, that's really not a a good measure of the liquidity in the Stellar ecosystem because Lumens are basically used to pay fees. And that's pretty much all they're all they're good for is to pay the transaction fees when things travel across the Stellar network. But what Which they really push is stable coins. Well, yeah, we haven't talked about what Stellar actually does differently than cryptocurrency. So we let's just talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I was starting to talk it? about. Yeah. That was he'd that's asked me what to, I was and trying you can do to it better than introduce. I. So Stellar, the Stellar ecosystem is better looked at as a market than a coin. And the Stellar Lumen operates as a utility token within that ecosystem. But the things that they really are stressing are stable coins, okay? So basically, you can build very easily um, a Stellar token, uh, just like you do with Bitcoin Cash or Ethereum. There's like 25,000 of these things already. Yeah, and so and each of them is backed each of them has two two attributes basically it's got a denomination or a unit and it's got an issuer okay so, so one ounce of silver uh, so you would have unit. one if if the church of the invisible hand had a had a had a uh, pile of silver uh, sitting in the house, then we could issue a token that has an issuer, Church of the Invisible Hand, and a denomination of silver, uh, or one ounce of silver. And basically, I could then spend those to anybody who trusted the Church of the Invisible Hand as right. a as a institution. Okay. And what they're trusting me for is that if they give me this token back, I'll give them a physical ounce of silver okay or a dollar or, or a gold right. the or, same is true it, same is true for a dollar a for, for gold for yen so then if i'm sending money to my friend in japan all i do is i say yeah i want to send this many dollars to him or i want to send this many ounces of silver more likely for me and but i want him to get it in yen mm-hmm Okay, and what it'll do is you can put out on the network announcements that you want to buy a particular thing at a particular price. 
So basically, when I send this order out to, say, Roger in, in Japan, um, I guess I'd pay him in Bitcoin cash. But, uh, you can do it with other cryptos, too. There's other yeah, crypto you can tokens. do it with other cryptos. Right. You can do it with Bitcoin. It's probably cheaper to sell. But in this case, you're sending a Bitcoin token over mm-hmm. the Stellar blockchain. The person on the other end receives this token that's worth a Bitcoin or a fraction of a Bitcoin or whatever. And right. then they turn that in somewhere else, right? To whoever the issuer of the token yeah, was. They can re- well, they can return it to the issuer or they can just hold it and spend or it. Or send it along to somebody else. Yeah, send it along to, to somebody somebody else and so some more of a conduit um huh so, it, it acts as a conduit allows it allows commerce instant yeah. exchanges right. between currencies globally without right. having to go through the old banking system and it's and now this is built into this to the keybase wallet so, yeah, so we so tested you, this last night i sent nobody uh one u.s dollar of what's called an anchor usd because there's a bunch of these yeah, things. there's more sure. than one usd token on here and so you've mm-hmm. got a dollar's worth of one you've got one dollar in this usd token that exists on the stellar uh blockchain mm-hmm. it's fascinating but yeah any fees were paid in lumens correct actual coin and there was a very small fee it was basically about mm-hmm. two cents worth of uh, lumens to send the transaction i suspect that fee would be about the same no matter how many dollars i sent but I, we didn't try more than one yeah so and it's it's a trading platform it's a it's a futures platform if you think silver's going to surge trade your gold tokens for silver tokens this is free talk live I want to tell you about my favorite cryptocurrency wallet, Edge Wallet at edge.app. Edge is the wallet I use more than any other, and that was true long before Edge Wallet became a sponsor of Free Talk Live. Edge Wallet allows you to buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, tokens, Monero, Ripple, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and more. It's available for both Android and iOS, and you can download it via the Play or App Store or via Edge Wallet's website, edge.app. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number, 855-450-3733. You can also contact us with Discord. Discord is a very cool app. With Discord, you can load up the app. You can use uh, your high-speed internet connection and your quality microphone. Contact the show and you will be quote unquote on the air. And the big thing is the quality is better than most phone lines. It sounds 10 times better than people who call in on a home phone or from their cell phone. It's pretty amazing. You can find out more at discord.freetalklive.com. We've been talking about Stellar. And this deal they've got working with Keybase, which is a sort of an identify, uh, identity provider. They, they they ensure you are who you say you are. It there's also lots offers of ways chat. To, yeah. You know, it doesn't do a whole lot. I think there's a file distribution system. I don't yeah. know if it's distributed or how they, mm-hmm. they handle that. But files, chat, secure groups. Um, but you get yeah. to you. You're pretty certain of the people that you're dealing with because they can verify in various different ways who they are. And now they're teaming up with uh, the folks over at Stellar yeah. to give away two billion uh, of their Stellar Lumen tokens, which amounts right now to about 124 million dollars worth of crypto. Now it's not all being yeah. done at once. Uh, they did one giveaway this week to basically everybody who already had 
a Keybase pro or Keybase account, mm-hmm. and then anybody else who opts into the giveaway at this point will get the giveaways every month until they decide to stop. I guess so. For some several amounts of months, they're going to be uh, doing this to incentivize people to you know get one of these accounts. And I thought that was pretty cool. Benjamin yeah. Pyrrhus over at uh, Forbes.com has a little piece about it. If you want to, I can share that. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. So he says, while Ripple, one of the most sizable blockchain and cryptocurrency companies, has been selling off its XRP asset holdings, valued in the hundreds of millions of dollars, its co-founder is blazing a different trail at his present operation. After leaving Ripple several years ago, and you mentioned this in the history when we discussed it earlier, so the co-founder of Ripple, Jed McCaleb, went on to co-found Stellar in 2014, which has a similar crypto asset named XLM. That's the Lumen. As chatter circulates regarding the status of many crypto assets, such as Stellar's XLM and Ripple's XRP, as potentially unregulated securities, Stellar has decided to give away roughly $124 million worth of XLM, seemingly contrasting Ripple's sell-off. Today... Stellar announced a massive giveaway, this was a few days ago, in cooperation with Keybase, a group messaging community and file transfer hub. Stellar Development Foundation CEO Donnell Dixon said in an interview, quote, In partnership with Keybase, today Stellar unveiled its largest airdrop to date, she said. Further, she said, quote, Keybase, as a result of that, will be giving away up to 2 billion Stellar Lumens, or XLM, in the next 20 months. So almost two years this is going to be going on. Uh, she says further, it's pretty exciting because it's to all of their Keybase users. Now, there are certain things that you have to do in order to sort of ve- verify your accounts. You know, there's a couple things that you have to, uh, hoops that you have to jump through if you want to get in on this. And that's because they don't want robots and scripts to start making right. fake accounts and just try right. to grab as much of this airdrop as possible. Uh, today, Stellar announced a massive giveaway. Uh, and an airdrop is essentially just a way to disperse a crypto asset, sometimes for free to various participants. In fact, when Stellar first came out, they got my attention. I forget. I think it was. I forget who brought it to my attention, but uh, actually, I think it was Michael Yao, who's one of our one of our listeners, where anyone who had Bitcoin was given a certain amount of Stellar. If all they had to do was prove that they were the owners of the Bitcoin, and you do this through the Bitcoin uh, full node wallet, where you sign statements, uh, you like use a, your your signing key or whatever to use your key, your private key to right. sign, uh, prove. And so they uh, they they actually sort of did an initial very very large airdrop of uh, of Stellar. So this isn't this isn't something new for Stellar. Going on, uh, in it's done if done in tandem with certain regulatory and compliance measures while utilizing proper licensing, an airdrop may ease U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission concerns, according to details from a CoinDesk story. <laughs> of course. The situation may, however, still depend on proper registration of assets as securities, if necessary, as well as certain disclosures, as noted in some case, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm sorry. Every, every cryptocurrency out there, the government takes the immediate their immediate position is this is a security therefore the sec must regulate it it's it, it's it puts the responsibility on anybody who issues any kind of cryptocurrency to then prove that no it's not a security which is yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous. mm-hmm it's valued at over just six cents per stellar lumen at the time of the writing well, let, let me point out the other reason that's more important that is ridiculous which is 
The Constitution grants the federal government absolutely no authority to regulate securities in (laughs) any way. Um, It's just not there. Details. I'll look that up. I think it was. I think I saw that today. Uh, I was reading the Constitution, trying to find out about the government regulating vaping. I think it said for uh, cryptocurrency security tokens, uh, C Article Thirty Nine. <laughs> so, according to the piece here at Forbes, uh, they again interviewing the CEO there. Dixon referred to the Stellar Foundation's values as far as the reasons of the, for the giveaway. She said, quote, I think that has to do with who we are as a foundation. SDF, which is the Stellar Development Foundation, was founded in 2014 as a nonprofit, non-stock entity, she explained. She said further, our focus is global financial inclusion using blockchain and other technologies, focusing on the unbanked. And so from our standpoint, what this kind of thing does as an airdrop is it actually brings more attention to the ability for technologies like this to be able to effectuate nicely, cleanly and efficiently cross-border transactions to help the unbanked and others out there in the world. Now, I have to say, I like this vision. I, and it's one I of the it's, it's It's a thing of beauty, isn't yeah, it? It's, See, that's, that's what got me so excited about this. Right. So, And it's one of the things that originally was exciting to me about Bitcoin back in the day was that this was a thing that could put access to money and financial services into the hands of you know hundreds of millions if not billions of people mm-hmm. living in areas of the world you know the darkest depths of africa for instance where banking services aren't really a thing and if they are you can't get them uh, unless you are one of the wealthier members of that society right so these people are completely excluded from Mm. things that many of us take for granted and of course there's many unbanked in the united states as well i think it's like seven percent or or more uh, of the u.s population is unbanked so they don't have access to checks they don't have access to credit cards they don't have access you know to any of the things that many of us use on a regular basis and more importantly they don't have access to markets where they can sell their products i mean that's the big thing you've got to have a way to transact across borders in a global economy. But one of the things about true. the original Bitcoin, which is no longer true about it, uh, is that in the old days of Bitcoin BTC, you could send a Bitcoin transaction for a fraction of a penny or a penny or, you know, not right. much. And that meant that somebody in Africa who's maybe earning a dollar a week or something like that would be able to get into the world of cryptocurrency and it wouldn't mm-hmm. be a big burden. When the cost to send a Bitcoin transaction is 20 cents or $2 or whatever, because now it's ridiculously yeah, in the high. Third, it, that, that's going to shut it, it completely out, out of the third yes, world. It cuts out billions of potential users. And it was yep. that was one of the reasons why I was so sad to see what happened uh, to, yeah. to Bitcoin's fees. So it, now you've got Stellar. BTC, to me, is a joke. It's never going to be what it was. I'm, well, they well, I'm divested it. from it. They could fix it, but... I don't want any part of it because they're not interested in serving the world. They're it's not interested necessary in serving yeah. themselves. Uh, not everything is placed on this earth to serve the world. But it was originally. It originally, originally, that was. was an original view. Um, but, but the thing is, it's a, it's 
a service business that trades in its own stock is what it is. And it doesn't want more customers. It doesn't want more capacity. It's basically it told their customers to be gold, off. and it's not gold yeah. because you can't melt it down and make a belt buckle out so of it. So now we have alternatives to it, and Stellar is, is picking up the ball on this, and I'm excited about it. And yeah. they're going to do things, and there's always going to be somebody who successfully does that. BTC uh, is really more a store of value anymore. That's the reality. But at what's the value long. that it stores? This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's our phone number. And if you hurry and call, you can get on the air. We still have some phone lines available, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We've been talking about Stellar Lumens. Stellar, which is a cryptocurrency, the actual token is called a Lumen, and if you are a Keybase member, if you've downloaded Keybase.io's app, you could get some. And um, they've got some rules. So if you run out there and uh, load the account right now, you might not get it today, but maybe you'll be in for next month's Next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing a um, once a month for at least the next apparently 20 months is the plan. And Stellar is a pretty cool way, it sounds like to me, and I haven't done as much research as nobody has, but it sounds like it's going to, it has Nobody's the opportunity. done as much research as I have. It has the ability to facilitate um, transactions globally, not unlike a lot of other cryptocurrency, but it's doing it in a different way. It has a common uh, utility token in the in the lumen itself so that you can really transfer anything over its blockchain. gold silver dollars yen you name yeah. it whatever asset we're talking about here uh right now according to keybase.io slash airdrop which is where mm-hmm. you can go to learn more about this uh, apparently almost sixty thousand people have now registered for the next airdrop so there's sixty thousand people are saying i want some free stellar they've gone in they've you know opted into this and right now that means that uh, about 1,672 lumens will go to each one of those, presuming no one else signs up between now and the next airdrop, and certainly more people will. And right now that's worth about 100 bucks, uh, if, you know, if it were to stay static. Now, when I first looked at this number a few days ago, it was 2,000 signed up, so it's now 60,000. <laughs> so, and this is what they want, right? People are going to get into this, they're going to sign up for it. And uh, over at Forbes, they've got a little piece where they interviewed the uh, one of the, I guess the CEO, I think it was, yeah, CEO of the Stellar Development Foundation, Danelle Dixon, who says that their goal is, or their focus is global financial inclusion using blockchain and other technologies, hmm. focusing on the unbanked. They want to make it so that anybody, anywhere, as long as they have internet access, which is becoming much more prevalent, uh, even in you know underdeveloped areas, that uh, they will be able to send not just their own currency of US dollar or whatever it is not just crypto but you know all these different tokens i can decide i want uh, nobody here in the studio to receive dollars or i want you to receive mm. rupees or i want you to receive yen or gold or silver and i can send that using the stellar tokens over the uh, the stellar blockchain and it's pretty slick and this keybase app now has this built into it 
as a feature of the app, which I think is one of the, the neatest features right. that the app now has. Stellar's giveaway, according to Forbes, appears slightly different than the situation at Ripple, which is their kind of their main competition. Ripple has a similar concept of these, you know, inter-changing uh, currencies over a blockchain, but they focus only on banks using this. Ripple is mm-hmm. is a corporation uh, that is, you know, a for-profit company. Mm-hmm. Stellar's a non-profit, uh, co- you know, organization. Uh, Ripple wants to help the banks, and I think that's great. I mean, the banks need help, so uh, good for Ripple. You know, well, the banks get broke. bailed out plenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a totally different vision for what they're doing. Apparently, Ripple has actually sold off as much as eight hundred ninety million dollars worth of their own token XRP, the Ripple. Uh, their second quarter reports revealed the company sold. Uh, almost $170 million worth of it in quarter one of this year and another $251 million worth in quarter two. What does that tell you? Why are they selling off their own currency like that? Uh, Ripple. Well, I they mean, can do they, it to want it to be, they want it to be used, but they, they want money. Right. right. It's sort of like doing a just selling stocks. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they claim that they're not a security token, so they shouldn't be regulated like, you know, regular securities. Which mm-hmm. I, f- I find sort of talking out of both sides of your mouth. But... Yeah, I mean, I would just say regular securities shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be regulated either. And right. people so well, they won't be perfectly trustworthy if they're not regulated. Well, they're not perfectly trustworthy now. And they are. Come so on. look into what you're doing. Nobody and find trustworthy things. No, are you insinuating that a fine company like Enron wasn't trustworthy? <laughs> I mean, they were an they were regulated. SEC-approved uh, security. I mean, that's that's pretty clear. That shows you what that's worth. Over the past two years or so, the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission, has been peering into the formerly largely unregulated crypto and blockchain space. Much uncertainty still exists in terms of which crypto assets might officially be deemed as securities by the governing body. And as of now, Bitcoin seems to be off the hook, labeled as a commodity, although the waters may still be murky for other assets, such as XLM and XRP, or Lumens and and, uh, Ripple. Playing the role of a skeptic, one might question whether or not this giveaway by Stellar could avoid or help them avoid the SEC concerns that the Lumen might be a security. The CEO responded saying, quote, we don't even have uh, we don't even have that as a thought process for us. We've been giving away lumens ever since our inception in 2014. So from our standpoint, the giving away of the XLM or the lumen is our mandate, and it's one of the things that was originally set up with respect to the mission and how the organization was going to make its mark on the world. We maintain and support the development of the code base for the Stellar Network, and in order to bring attention and focus and education to the Stellar Network and blockchain technology. This is a great way to be able to do that. Our focus is on that part versus anything else that might have been. We're not doing anything for any regulatory piece. Yeah, and you know whether things are a utility or a commodity or a security, there's this thing called the Howey test. This came from a lawsuit that the Supreme Court uh, heard. You're a Howey. It was basically four questions that you would ask and say that, you know, this may be a security. And th- these are the four Howie questions to determine if something is a question. Uh, first, they want a description of the company's properties and business purpose. 
Second, a description of the securities being offered. What are you offering to people? Information about the company's management, uh, financial. Oh, that's the. That's word. not the test. That's it? not it. Here it is. Uh, is it an investment of money? Does it require an investment of money? No, they're giving it away. Right. Uh, two. There is an expectation. If it does, if it, is it does it have to pass all four? Has to pass all four. There, already has doesn't pass it. Right. Two. There is an expectation of profits from the investment. No, because no. they're giving it away, it's expected to actually go down in value. Number yeah. three. The lumen is not going to moon. That's not what it's for. Number three. The investment of money is in a central is in a common enterprise somebody's controlling it in other words mm. and that's the answer is no mm. uh and quote uh, or four. number four would be any profit coming from the efforts of a promoter or third party um would I'm not even sure how that would apply yeah here. i know would promotion cause that's the price to potentially come up <laughs> yeah any promo any profit comes from the efforts of a promoter or third party so that's oh, okay. the howie test um the in terms of xlm as a potential security dixon said stellar will quote work with regulatory bodies on the topic of xlm but also added they aren't quote worried she says further we'll work with regulators to the extent we need to on all these issues i'm not concerned about the way that uh about the way that we manage we don't actually focus on lumens for any other purpose than other than to effectuate the network and to bring good to the network and good to the world she also added that Stellar has conducted outreach to regulatory players for discussion about the technology. So they're they're just like, yeah, we're not worried. We know about this test, and sure, we're not we're not going to be uh, considered a security. Mm-hmm. Keybase. So again, this is, this is a partnership, right? So you've got Stellar, which is the crypto aspect, and mm-hmm. then Keybase, which is the program that is in implementing it. I should point uh, out the open source program yes right mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and and you were actually doing a little bit of research during one of the breaks and you determined that somebody could operate a competing keybase server or whatever because it is open it source. is open source yeah they so if keybase goes out of business this could continue they they uh, consider keybase a protocol as opposed to a company or anything like so that. interesting According i have to- seen there's a keybase url Probably a distributed key base needs to be developed because that is its one weakness. But it could be it could be worked around. Keybase is a free group messaging community and file transfer hub touting encryption for its user for user protection. Their founders also built two other successful endeavors: Sparknotes and OkCupid, which is one of the most popular dating sites out there. Uh, they partnered up back in 2018, said a spokesperson, and then this year Keybase detailed its platform's integration with uh, Lumens in a blog post. Essentially, using cryptocurrencies. Can appear complicated. Sending assets to addresses composed of long strings of letters and numbers. Well, this gets rid of that. You don't need mm. to know somebody's lengthy address. You just need to know their username. Right. And you can send them whatever asset you want to. It's it's brilliant. I'm a huge fan of what they're doing here. Yeah. Very, very cool. Keybase.io slash air, airdrop. Go there and check that out. Absolutely. That's all the time we have for tonight, but don't worry. Tomorrow night, we'll be back. New hosts, new topics, and new phone calls from people like you. This is Free Talk Live. Do you have a crypto wealth advisor or coach? If so, has your cryptocurrency advisor been investing in technology stocks for over 20 years? Have they left the corporate world and retired? Or are they still trying to make a weekly paycheck? Have they produced six-figure results for their customers in the past 30 days? And very importantly, are they a member of the Digital Currency Council? Seth Maniscalco is the founder of Crypto Wealth Coach and CryptoWealthCoach.com. Seth invested in his first Roth IRA at 19 years old while living abroad and has been investing in Wall Street and technology for over 20 years 
years with experience in all the money markets. By comparison, so many of these so-called crypto gurus have barely been alive for 20 years. Seth has not only experienced personal success from his own investments in crypto, he has also helped his clients earn six and seven figure incomes, including helping investors make over three quarters of a million dollars in EOS in 90 days and 1,225% in only five and a half months with Chainlink. Seth has helped for the small do-it-yourself guy on up to crypto whales. Increase your wealth. Visit CryptoWealthCoach.com.